Previously on Doist, Serafina and friends are reunited with their friend Inferna Nightbreeze. But their reunion will have to wait until they find the two children kidnapped by the Stone Cold Reavers and hidden somewhere in Icefire Hold. And let's not forget, there's an ice dragon sleeping just above their heads. Them two thripper orcs had it real nice. Sitting pretty, though a bit chilly, up in their hard-fought fortress, Icefire Hold. The previous tenants were even generous enough to store a few months' worth of food and a year or two of firewood before they all died or were sent on their way with a few fewer teeth. They might have been able to enjoy the place for years if that dragon didn't show up. Now, castles are a pretty smart invention if you ask me. Arrows and swords ain't too fun when they cut into your favorite organs, but stones don't mind them much. Can't imagine it took many sages too long to logic out encircling their whole mons in stone to put any invading forces at a severe disadvantage. Of course, most logic don't mean a lick when a dragon's involved. But then I don't gotta tell you that. Imagine one minute minding your business with a family or two around the hearth when you hear a roar outside. The kind that gets into your bones. A something that wants to make your home its home. Well, normally, it was enough that everyone grabs a crossbow, or more likely for the tooth rippers, a javelin you'd sharpened earlier that day, and you shook them out the window to scare it away. When you got a castle at your back, that kind of tactic works perfect for all sorts. Owl bears, manticores, human barbarians. But castles don't mean much to dragons. Earthquakes sent by the god of greed decades ago did much of the work, but the full weight of a dragon cracked them mighty walls faster than Hobby Basil Eye over there can finish a rail. That ass dragon is young enough and small enough still that he could still wiggle his way down into the newly exposed halls where he was old and big enough to eat anyone unlucky enough to be in his path. If I counted my blessings, we'd be here all night. But the one I'd prize the most is that I've never had to experience getting eaten. <sighs> oh. oh, another ale. Yeah, now I feel for them orcs. Eaten alive. Bid over half the tribe, if the count's right. I'm still hoping against hope that he's got his fill that night. Though, that all happened quite some time ago, and a dragon don't stay sated for long. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? So good. My name, in fact, is David. I'm running this game of Doist. My lovely wife always joins me on here. What's her name again? I, I forget. I always... It gets me in trouble all the time. Your, your lovely wife, um, Marisa. Yeah. And who are you playing? Played as Seraphina Tealeaf. I thought that was the case. If you remember last time, your old buddy Inverna came at the very end and shot an arrow into your adversary there, Shira. Mm-hmm. So she's she's okay with orcs, at least uh, some of them. I guess she has a more of an open mind, but you know these orcs. This is... Uh, Oh, it's um, sexy lady, her yeah. younger sister, who's not as cute, <laughs> and um, the guy with the infinity gauntlet. Uh, sure. <laughs> the survivors of the, the thunder, the circle of thunder, including the one who turned into the, the boar. He's the one that's the boar, right? 
yeah, he had turned into the boar after you, you shocked him enough and you kind of played that song to calm him down. Yeah. <clears throat> and these other two, the two sexy, uh, the boy and girl were the only other survivors that kind of walked him out. Oh, he was a boy. I forgot. So his, her sexy little brother. <laughs> yeah. They kind of helped nurse her back to health, realized that, you know, she had kind of a history with them indirectly. She shot this uh, arrow into uh, Shira over here. That's what finally fell the leader of the Reavers. Although we have two other Stone Cold Reavers. Well, at least one, but theoretically two. One of them, you injured the wizard of the uh, the group. Kind of went down into these stairs that were here. Okay. Um, after you injured him quite a bit. Uh-huh. And there's another one somewhere. Um, the theoretically the, the real mean one that uh, possibly has these children. But now you've enlisted some more help. So there might be a, there's a dragon right above you for sure. That's terrorizing these people, which I guess is also your secondary mission here. Mm -hmm. And the, the, uh, the stone cold reaver said there was a horde in here somewhere, but yeah. What's your action to Inverna saying that? I think, um, Feeney would take it like really nicely and sort of just be like, I, I told you so, you know, like we can all help each other. And um, very much like encouraging of her coming to peace with her identity. I don't know. Just sort of taking a super open-minded approach to it. Like, Oh, you're my friend and you'll always be my friend. And like, maybe you needed to have this experience to, um, come eye to eye with me and understand how to face your fears going from there. They, they have like a better relationship. Yeah. I love that. And yeah, she might kind of look you up and down and she's like, uh, yeah, you know what looks like you had your, uh, your own bit of, uh, learning while I was away too. She looks at Shan Jan. It's like, Oh, you too, little buddy as a, uh, She's kind of realizing how hurt you two are. And she's like, well, you know what? Um, I do come bearing gifts. And she kind of reaches into her pack or something and brings out this little potion. You might need this a mite more than I do, but uh, maybe we could uh, make a trade. Or maybe she puts her fingers through her hair, you know? Mm -hmm. As in, like, you got my hat? Hmm. True. She does. So I feel like Seraphina would definitely just take it off her head and just kind of giggle and just be like, this hat never belonged to me. It was always waiting for you. And then, you know, just hands it back over her. Yeah. And she kind of, you know, puts it down. She's like, well, I appreciate you keeping it warm for me. And she hands you this, this potion. And so I think, I forget if you had one potion left or if you, um, use them all. I think you had one more, I believe, but this is a special one anyway. I put it in your little inventory and you can see oh, it yeah. now. Ooh. It's a potion of greater healing instead of the old boring kind. Okay. I think you had the special water potion like that you got from that <laughs> crazy uh, winter spirit or something, right? <laughs> yeah. So you have a normal potion, a greater potion. And also I want to so part of the rules that we've never 
really used too much is you can take a short rest to get some of your hit points back. Mm -hmm. You also refresh all of your bardic inspirations. You've only used one of them, but you can go back to three instead of two, Okay. which isn't the worst. And also, since you took that one level of fighter, you have a special thing where you can do a second wind, which can heal you even more, but you can, you can also save that if you want to use during fights or whatever. Mm -hmm. But like, uh, this is such a weird thing that we've never really used this short rest thing. Oh, I put it in the chat too. Um, you have a song of rest. So if you play a song while people oh, are yeah. taking, taking a little short rest, they uh -huh. heal even better. But yeah, it's probably a good idea for you and Shanjan both to take a short rest. And this is usually uh, an hour or so. So this is a, uh, you probably want to, you know, barricade yourself somewhere unless you, I mean, you're definitely running a risk because that person ran downstairs. So it's up to you. I don't know. I don't know. One of the fun decisions, fun decisions in D&D where it's like, do I risk just kind of just like waiting an hour to to regain some some energy or take a potion or two? Or do I keep pressing on because these enemies might be out here doing something? Hmm. And oh, also, I think Shanjan might remind you just like uh, maybe after Inverna says, you know, comments on how bad he's looking. Maybe he has like a bloody nose and like a black eye and everything. He's like, uh, yeah. Um, maybe scratches the back of his head and like, uh, ooh, yeah, I'm, I've definitely felt better. And looks over to Serafina. Just like, yeah, Feeny, I, um, I don't know how much of these spells I have in me too. We used a lot fighting these, these reverse here. Hmm. I don't know how much uh, I'm going to be able to heal us if we get into another fight, especially, I mean, we're going to fight a dragon, I guess, today, too. How much do we need to heal? Well, I think if you look on your token, it, it tells you at the top. So you're at 15 hit points out of 45 and change hands at 7 out of 31. All right, so how do I do that? Yeah, so first thing you probably want to do is use your fighter ability, second wind. You just roll, uh, let's see, what is it? 1d10. And you're going to add one to it because you're a first level fighter. Okay, so so you got four extra. I'll add that for you. That's kind of like your free fighter thing. And you can use that once more this game, right? You probably want to start using your hit dice. So you have one fighter thing, so you can roll another d10 if you want. Okay, so I can do another d10. Whoa, oh my gosh. <laughs> How dramatic. It was on 10 and then just roll a little bit to the six. But you can keep rolling whatever Bard is, which was Bard. I think it's eight. I want to say, let me, yeah, they're D8s. Okay, so D8. Mm-hmm. Two, come on. Luck of Timora is not with me. Oh, wait, sorry. I forgot, you're doing the Song of Rest. If you, we're going to assume you're going to play a little ditty in a second. So you actually get to roll, um, can you roll 2D6 real fast? 2D6. Mm-hmm. Like that. Wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're good now. You're you're at full. Nice. Ooh, so you still have two left over if you if you need them, although I don't know if you're gonna have a chance to rest again. And I'll do um Shanjans for you. Let's see if he, he actually does anything. Oh, but he does get your your bonus because you're doing a song, so cool. Yeah, because of your song, he didn't 
He's he's also at full. That's great. Wow. Do I play my song now? Yeah, if you like to. Okay, ready? got some options here right so you've got a lot of friends now to help you out um so you're doing really really well in that situation it's very cold i will say the entire time you're kind of resting um inside the actual castle it's it's not too bad but you can hear like the the wind outside even through the you know however many feet or inches thick of the stone castle um there's like breezes going in they're like freezing you can like see your breath every time you breathe out in this when you you're taking your breath song but in the castle it's like relatively warm like you're not going to die or anything but it's and oh when you bottle those like furs and stuff in fantland so you're dressed for this there's two children that were kidnapped right mm -hmm. and the stone cold reaver that's down that is wounded and went downstairs you also have this um door that you haven't gone through there's a door down here that you also haven't gone through in the other room in like the little sleeping thing. I don't know if I told you this, but these, uh, these little rectangles were cots. I don't know if I specifically told you that, but that looks like this is where at least four of the five stone cold reavers had been sleeping. Yeah. So there might be a dragon horde somewhere in here. Part of this dragon horde might be two children. <laughs> There's another stone cold reaver. And to remind you the meanest of them, perhaps, per hmm? The meanest of them, perhaps, uh, Barlow. Sorry, what? Perhaps? Perhaps, yep. <laughs> Thank you for pointing that out, <laughs> you monster. No, uh, perhaps the meanest of the Stone Cold Reavers, Barlow, the one who kicked the cat, um, Sunshine, or was about to. You actually saved the cat from being kicked. The one who actually kidnapped these children is also, you haven't seen him yet in this castle. Mm-hmm. So what's the plan? And also there's a dragon on the roof if you want to take take the dragon on. Hmm. I mean, I don't want to take it on right now, do I? I mean, the sky's the limit. D&D, &D, you can make any choice you want. Okay, so I guess... Um... Oh, outside there's a little bell, I think I told you. Like, by the main entrance, you can ring the bell if you want. So I think dragons like that. The main thing is, yeah, I want to make sure that um, I obviously go see the dragon to fight it. But do I want to explore? Is that kind of what you're asking me? Yeah, it's totally up to you. Yeah. All right. So then Inver uh, Feeney goes over to Shanjan and Inverna and Snook and sort of yep. brings them into a huddle. Ooh, she's like, well, now that we've got the old, old gang back together, here's what we need to do. 
I feel like Shan Jan would be like, Ooh, okay. Yeah. Like I'm in it, you know, and Inverna is just like her cool self. And, um, uh, and uh, Feeney says, all right, this is how we're going to do. Number one, make a plan. We're already doing it. <laughs> Number two, great job, Shan Jan. We're already doing it. Can you believe it? I'm already so proud of us. It's like, yeah, we're getting them. I love it. Number like two. Old times. Number two, we find the kids. Because where the kids are, the Reavers cannot be too far behind. Number three, we kill the Reavers. Number four, we find the gold. And lastly, we sneak attack the dragon. Because no one takes over Vandalin but Vandalinians. And they're like, yeah. Like both them and, and Snook, I think, is like, Snook. Like puts his talon over his lips like quiet and maybe if you maybe uh he tilts his head and you can maybe in the moment or two of silence you can hear like oh the the soft snoring of this dragon above you still mm-hmm. yeah and feeny's just like oh yeah snook you're right what am i thinking i just got way too excited especially after that rest ah, so <laughs> rejuvenated <laughs> yeah i think maybe shanjan's like all right, uh, so, yeah, Sarge, where are we going? Why don't we explore one of these hallways and see if the kids are being held hostage over in this direction? How many spaces she, can she move? Uh, since you're not in combat, you can kind of go wherever you want. I can, I'll can. i stop you if, you if we need to roll initiative or anything. I'll go down here. Sure. Yeah, let me mm-hmm. reveal some things to you. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> This kind of uh, you went through the the sleeping room of the, you know, the the Reavers, at least four of them. And it kind of opens up into this little hallway and you're met with um, three more doors. <laughs> you're going south and there's two doors that open to the south. And if you follow the hallway down a little bit all the way to the west, there's another door. This is some real D&D stuff right here. This is <laughs> going through hallways, opening doors. Hmm. So I guess so I have to open up door. So I guess I'll go to this door first. Yeah. Great. All right. So this is, looks like a big, uh, maybe dining room. Mm-hmm. There's a long wooden table with a bunch of chairs around. There's a burping everywhere. Sorry. Um, there's a fireplace way, way in the South hall. And there's a, um, another door that, Oh, you realize just, by triangulation. Oh, that's the other door that was in that hallway. That's fine. Just two doors lead to this area. And I think you can see, did I reveal enough? There's a door on this side too that goes to the west again. Yeah. All right. So is, she... is there anyone coming with you, by the way? Um, Are you kind of venturing yeah, out? I mean, yourself? I feel like all of them would come with me, right? Like, wouldn't they all be together? Okay. Yeah. Because, uh, um, Remember, if you want, you can have them split up and do other things for you. All right. So now that we're all here, can everybody split up or are we all going to have to be together? No, you can ask them to do other things for sure. I mean, Snoop. All right. Here's what we need to do, guys. We need to fan out to make sure that we can find the kids. Snoop, go to the end of the hall and very slowly and quietly open the door and see what's in there. And Snook's like, he nods vigorously and like does a little salute with his talon. 
and kind of just gecko claws or crawls over to that door. And then Shanjan, you and Invernus stay over here. I'm going to go check out what's in this other room over here. Yeah, you got it, boss. And I think Inverna kind of goes against this wall and is kind of like staring at it. Ooh, we're getting into D&D now. <laughs> so this is kind of a, a, oh, this looks like an old kitchen that everything's kind of gutted and taken out. Like is that a maybe, horse? Yeah, there's a dead horse in the far corner. Looks kind of fresh and looks like uh, things have, if you go over, do you go over to inspect it? I assume you do, right? Yeah. She loves all animals, so this is very upsetting for her. Yeah, you, you see that it's kind of a little bit, it's so cold, right? That it's kind of preserved pretty well, but it looks like this has died relatively recently, maybe. It's hard to tell because it's so well preserved, you know, but it looks like these, someone has been taking pieces out of this and like cooking them in here and eating this horse like slowly. Yuck. Yeah, two fireplaces here. I guess I didn't really put the furniture on the map, but imagine there's like counters and areas to make food who knows where's snook snook is not in this room who knows there's two doors to your to your north but you don't see snook so i don't get to see what snook gets to do i mean you you had him go off to do his own thing right well i mean to look around i thought he was gonna report back to me oh, okay do you, yeah do you wait for him to come back yeah okay yeah i think snook kind of enters through this door <laughs> uh, that you haven't explored yet to the north and he kind of just creaks, the door maybe creaks open. Maybe you're scared for a second, like, what is happening? Like, put your hand on your sword or something. And then just Snook kind of crawls out. It's huh. like, Snook! Snook. Mm, Snook. And just nods. Hmm. All right, Snook. So I guess nothing special back there, huh? Mm. Snook. He kind of just shrugs, like, shakes his head. Like, no, not really. It's kind of the impression you get. Serafina says, well, look, let's not give up that easy. I know what you're thinking. I know how you feel about your friends. So that being said, we can't give up. We just have to keep looking for them. And Snoo kind of maybe not really even paying attention to you, you realize, and kind of is craning his neck and looking over at this horse, goes over and just starts like biting its leg. Snoo, it's not time for snacks. Snook. Get, grab, a, grab a piece of thigh meat and put it in your bag and let's go. And Snook just very quickly just takes a bite and just chews it up. And sm just smiles way too big. With all these all pointed right. teeth. All right, guys. Let's do this. Let's get ready to find these kids. Let's go back to where Shanjan and Inverna are, I guess. And then, so then she leaves the room, goes into where the dining room area is, goes back to Inverna and says, Inverna, what do we find over here? Yeah, I think Inverna says, uh, "This, uh, I think this is, there's a secret door here. They try to hide it, but I can tell. She's like, here, Serafina, put your hand up here. You feel that cold air coming out? That goes outside, I think. Hmm. Uh-oh. She's like, you want, you want me to give that a little push? All right. Give it a slow push, Inverna. Then no matter what you see, if it's the dragon, we're walking away because we <laughs> have to find those kids first. Yeah, and this opens up into a, another little hallway. It, it's definitely a secret, like, opening. Inverna, do you think this could be a trap? 
She's like, well, <sighs> these dungeons, castles and such, I mean, they always got some trap or another, right? Well, that is true. <sighs> All right. Well, what do you think, Shanjan? Should we go down this hallway or should we go back the other way where Snook was? Oh, and Snook is maybe he, he comes up behind you, like from this door that you told him to go to. And he mm -hmm. just left it open. You can kind of see it opens it up into a room and into another area. Like I think I revealed it on the map. You can kind of see it goes over to kind of where you were. And he's like, Snook? But Shanjan's like, oh, yeah, I don't know. Um, he kind of shrugs and he's like, yeah, like they might be hiding the kids somewhere for sure. They've got secret entrances and stuff. This makes this way more complicated. Uh, I think we should go back where Snook was maybe before going to this scary hallway. Hmm. I'd like to explore a little in here. Yeah. If you go in here, you can kind of just see a, it's like a little office, maybe. There's all kind of like books and stuff. And it looks like there's a bunch of really old books that uh, maybe they're even like frozen or something. And what, maybe do you, were you the one who knew what languages do you know? I wonder if, if you somehow know this language, that'd be interesting. I thought uh, I knew a couple languages. Yeah, you picked them a long time ago. Oh, no, you just know Halfling and Common. That would have been fascinating. But no, it looks like you could probably tell that it's like, oh, this looks like Dwarven language. That's strange. I can't read any of this, but whatever. But then maybe there's like a new, a newer one um, that's not as frozen and, and messed up. That's just it's like the journal of um, the Stone Cold Reverse. Mm -hmm. um, you can kind of get there. Um, like there's no specific like journal that they actually have, but let's see their plans were kind of, um, it's a uh, Shira, right? She's writing in this and she says, um, oh, of course the stupid ice dragon has all of its horde frozen behind these stupid ice walls. And we have to chip at it to get to the horde, but we can only do it when the dragon leaves because we don't want to try and we don't want to wake this dragon up. We thought we were going to get rich. Now we have to wait in this godforsaken cold mountain. This is the dumbest thing ever, but it's going to be worth it. I can see the gold under, like, beyond the ice wall. And when we get to it, we'll never have to worry about this killing for money again. And maybe there's some some more uh, entries like, Barlow did this thing, and it, he's really getting on my nerves. He's the worst person ever. He's saying we should abandon this whole thing and just try to ransom off some of these people from Fandolin. But these are just miners. They're not, you know, they don't have money either. And Runa's saying we should just go into a mercenary work again. But we're right there. We're so close. If we just chip away at these, these ice walls, we can get to this horde. And, and maybe it's just like written over these like uh, religious looking dwarf uh, scrolls and stuff. Just like no, no respect for it. I feel like if anything, then she's glad that she is dead. If that's how she feels, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, um, all right. So then I feel like, you know, she's like kind of just reading this in disbelief and she's just like, wow, I, uh, I don't know what to say, guys. It looks like we're just gonna have to keep moving forward to find this dragon. But first and foremost, if they had a plan to steal the kids from Fandolin to be able to turn over a quick profit, we can't let that happen. 
Yeah, and I think both, at least Shane, Jane, and Verna are nodding solemnly. And Snook is like, maybe like licking the wall. Like, Snook. <laughs> so then maybe and uh, Serafina says, well, let's keep going this way. If this is the book that we found, maybe we could find more things that are worthy because now at least we know why they took the kids. But then she mm -hmm. goes off into that other little room. Oh, yeah. So yeah, to the south, you can see that opens up obviously where the dead horse is. You can triangulate that pretty easily. Mm -hmm. And then to the north, there's a so there's a door that goes to where you know you had your short rest where Shira's dead body is. And then it goes off into a yeah, I think there's like a staircase that goes up. You can kind of see at the end of the hallway, and then it keeps going too. Okay. Here she goes into another room. Ooh, spooky. So you can definitely see that this there's a staircase here that goes up. Oh. And the here. Bell tower? Uh, there's no bell tower, but there's another area that the dragon's sleeping on. And if you go over here, this blue line, that, can you see that to your the west, I guess? Yes, I can see it. It is an ice wall. And it looks like uh, there's been like some chipping away at it. And maybe if you, assuming you just go up to it and kind of look through it, you can, it's like, you can kind of, you know, like ice. It's not quite glass, but you can see through it pretty well. Mm -hmm. And you can see that there's a second ice wall beyond it. And then beyond that, you can see shadows, but they're glinting. And you can tell, oh, there's some treasure. There's some gold, including a giant bell, like a, there's a bell outside that was pretty big, you know, but there is a, a huge bell that's kind of laying on its side. Mm -hmm. um, that's glittering in gold as well. Hmm. All right. You, oh, maybe from the staircase, you can feel like just an overwhelming cold every few seconds, like a, like cold breath. And you realize, oh, you're holding the side of your, um, you know, your rib cage kind of where those, dragon scars are mm -hmm. just instinctually realize that you're holding them already but like i said if you look through the uh this ice wall that's partially chipped you can see that um there's some shiny sparkly treasures in there okay well i mean so then maybe seraphina at this point she feeling the um oh feeling... sorry uh to interrupt you real fast, uh, I forgot. Uh, you can't really see on the map because it's very pixelated. It's not the best quality map. But on the ground here, there's like the remnants of like a door, like a door, just like the one that's been used, like these wooden oak doors that have been used all throughout this castle. Mm -hmm. um, it looks like it's been destroyed, you know. So someone like busted through this little area before. Okay. So then maybe she... Uh... You said there is a door I could go through there or no? Oh, uh, where? I thought you said there was like a brown door or something. Oh, it's broken on the floor. Oh, got it. So there was a door here and now someone who, it could have been anybody, put like an ice wall up in front of it. Mm. So instead of a door, now there's an ice wall that you have to kind of break through or melt or something. Okay. So then I think uh, Serafina would um, kind of yell back at her friends. There's nothing here. It's just ice. I'm coming back. And then I think Snoop kind of crawls out from here. Who knows why he was there? 
he's he puts his talon up against his mouth like shh and you definitely hear like some rumbling from coming up the uh staircase in in your core like to the bone and then i think she like shivers and looks at snook and says sorry snook thank you for thank you for reminding me and then um yeah as you kind of walk by snook you realize uh maybe you look over your shoulder back at him and remember his his uh all of his scales went white you know unlike mm-hmm. this picture would they but they used to be this color the red color and he's kind of just staring at the the staircase like transfixed as you go through this doorway yeah so then i think she's going to go back to the hallway where shanjan and inverna are and then try to go the opposite way that she went so down the mystery hallway basically mm, sure yeah if you go up here um very easily you can see like these these little triangles are those arrow slits you know mm-hmm. mm. where you can aim an arrow through and you kind of as you get closer to them you're like you know what as a halfling i could kind of squeeze through these pretty pretty easily probably no one else maybe snook but maybe not even snook like just a a benefit of your size you could probably go through them so then she crawls into the arrow holes arrow i don't know what you call them arrow slits i guess slits and then she's behind the wall and she whispers inverna and she knows inverna can hear her really well and she's like i'm going down the secret arrow hallway <laughs> Yeah, and th- so this area, there's like a an ice wall that covers it. But yeah, if you go that way, you can definitely do that. And maybe you have like your back against the wall, you know, and you're mm-hmm. yeah, like so her crab back walking. Pressed against the wall, and she's just like inching over, like one, you know, step by step by step. Yeah, very treacherous. You see, uh, and below you, you would fall down to this path, so you probably wouldn't die. Hopefully, I mean, it's very slippery and snowy too so who knows mm. but just the the biting cold is like hitting you now it's the worst and all these like horrible winds that almost feel like a they're like in a pattern as if they're like breath you know almost like hurricane gale force winds kind of and if you go over to the end of this little path there's a, another ice wall here that's kind of you saw that i mean weeks ago when we played you saw that there's another ice wall over here too okay so even though she she's shimmying down this little hallway, she hits the ice wall right here, and then she can't go further. You know, actually, I guess uh, as a halfling, you can maybe maybe you see like a gap in between the ice wall and the stone wall. Mm-hmm. You can get through right there. Okay. Um, but it looks like you're gonna really have to squeeze, so you might have to do like a dex check. And I mean, the failure is gonna be you're gonna fall here. Right. which could be a real big problem like that that'll do some you might like break a leg or something if you fail this dex check although you're very dexterous do i want to keep going down there it's really up to you you can see all this area right like uh looks like some the castle wall used to go over here mm-hmm. i think i can let me see about this so maybe seraphina actually looks down and she sees all these craggy rocks and she looks back and thinks okay well i'm really small and my little feet will get this way but if i get stuck how am i gonna nobody's gonna be able to rescue me 
Mm -hmm. So she kind of turns around and a little bit like, you know, because she likes to explore. So she was just like, I'm just going to go back this way and then goes back out of the uh, arrow slits. Yeah. And I will say like on the other side of the wall, oops, over here, there's more of a gap there than the where you were. But so then she comes back out and she says, well, I still feel like we're very close to the kids. Come with me. Come with me. And Verna and Shanjan. And then she goes back into the room and she starts looking around on the table to see if any food or drink has been left that looks recent. Oh, yeah. Fascinating. I, I won't require you to roll for this, but yeah, they've definitely been eating here probably for the last few days. So then she looks and says, well, hmm, let's see. We know for a fact there are some archers here and one of the main fighters that we defeated thanks to Inverna. And these extra plates could indicate that maybe they were feeding the kids. So let's go through this door. And then she goes through this door uh, in the main room. Oh, that's that's actually a fireplace. Oh. So yeah. she, so she <laughs> walks out of the fireplace and says, that's like, not wait a, a second. That's not a, that's not a door. It's a fireplace. And she's like rubbing soot off of her cheeks. And I think Shane Jan just does like, you know, one of these side whispers to Inverna. It's just like, it's been a long day. <laughs> Let me think. I guess, oh, there's one door over here uh, that you didn't go to. Okay. And so in here and where the dead horses, that's uh, more fireplaces, right? Uh, yeah. So I think she's going to go back out and maybe go through this door first. Yeah. That kind of goes over here. Mm, so it's a little bit same. So she comes back to Inverna and she says... She like just reaches up and like takes her both of her hands and squeezes them hard and says, all right, I don't think I have any other choice, but if I don't check all of these places, we could be leaving the kids behind. And we just can't do that, Inverna. We can't. And she kind of looks down at you, holding your hands to you, and she's like, that's why I'm following you. Of course you can't. So then she goes over to uh, to this door and she says, oh. She gets to where the rocks are, and she's. These looks like the rocks on the other side, I'm in the <laughs> same place. <sighs> All right, well, Feeny, think thin, and let's squeeze on down this ice patch. Yeah, so it, it looks like uh, you know, this ice wall was perhaps constructed by some sort of creature to prevent anyone from coming in through this uh, broken part of the castle. But you were able to kind of shimmy in through here. Probably no one else could, except for perhaps Snook, right? It kind of opens this whole area up, including kind of the ledge of this area. Mm -hmm. And I think, assuming you go down here, one thing to note is maybe you look off the cliff and you see there's, oh, there's a little like hole that goes down in here. It's very strange and has like a, how do I say this? Like a like a slide kind of thing that comes out of this hole that goes down the mountain into and like kind of the icy mist, like you can't see very far. Like a bobsled track kind of thing, right? That goes down here. Mm -hmm. I, I guess there's no fantasy reference to this, but <laughs> just imagine that, I guess. So yeah, if you put your tiptoes over to the edge here, you can see that hole down there. And there's all these areas you can squeeze in and out of these 
arrow slit things like relatively easily. Like it takes you a second to go through, you know, you can't do it. Maybe if you're in the middle of combat, it might be trickier to do, but you've got all the time in the world now. If we assume you keep exploring around this kind of secret area. Mm -hmm. And I think she probably even stands on the ledge of uh, in front. And I think that she reaches in her pocket and grabs a, like kind of roots around and, and then pulls out like an acorn. Hmm. Okay. She, interesting. You know, slow. She just slowly pulls it out and very quietly, she just drops it to see how far down it goes. Oh, I love that. Yeah. This is, this is the side of a mountain, right? So there's um, definitely a slope from where you are to this hole. Like it would be incredibly dangerous to do this. Um, especially cause it's so cold. Like just being out out where you are is very uncomfortable. So it probably is not the best idea. Like you probably couldn't drop down. It would be unrecommended. But maybe it hits the ledge of this little like uh, opening mm. and then stays there for a second and then slides down this uh, thing into the mist. So you're like, oh, okay. Wherever this hole is, maybe in like the basement or something of this area. Mm-hmm. If you did it from there, it would be easier. Especially if you had, like, it might not be good to, you know, butt slide down this thing, but if you had some kind of sled or something. Hmm. And uh, the only thing else of note is there's a little door way over here. So, yeah, I definitely think that she would kind of keep looking and go, oh, there's a there's an archer slit. I'll just get on in there and then just go through it. And then, oh, there's another door, she says to herself. And she opens up this this door. Yeah, so this there's another ice wall kind of thing here. It's kind of a, a similar thing to the other side. Mm-hmm. There's an ice wall here. And you know, I feel this is made for people that aren't your size. So you could probably squeeze through here. And especially since there's no ledge that you're contending with, you probably don't have to make a roll for that. You could probably just squeeze through. So yeah, especially if you're taking your time and kind of exploring every nook and cranny. I will just... Uh, Assume you're spending a few minutes to kind of explore the whole thing or reveal this whole area. Mm. And then you, you can obviously tell, oh, this is where I was. If you go this way, it's kind of where you were before. <laughs> so there's all these ice walls that some sort of creature that can make ice walls must have made this to, to protect the castle where this is another area that the walls of the castle were destroyed at some point. And you kind of go further north and into back into the castle and where the ice wall was that the treasure uh, was being kept. Hmm. And now you can see it was kind of being kept behind two different ice walls. And then if you go up here, you kind of can bypass one of the two walls. Hmm. So then Seraphine just kind of keeps moving along until she sees that circular room that she's in now. And, uh, She's just looking around, looking up and down, trying to, you know, walk very, very uh, quietly. Yeah. There's a gap in this ice wall. Like it's not flush with the stone wall and you could easily get through that. Hmm. Okay. So then maybe she takes that and she keeps seeing like all these gaps and she's, she says, by the luck of time, I think that she wants me to, to, to go places. So I'm just going to squeeze on by this. And then she gets into this other room. Yeah. (laughs) And you're basically in the treasure room. There's just like a, 
on the floor. It's just a, a mound of just gold coins, like almost as tall as you are. There's a a full suit of armor that maybe has, um, you know, some decorative kind of stuff to it. Like this is also like a very expensive suit of armor. Mm-hmm. And like I said before, there's a giant bell that's on its side. And maybe there's like some copper leaf. Like it looks like someone leafed copper over it, you know, and mm-hmm. it got, oh, maybe there's like dragon talon marks and stuff. And under this copper, there was a, it looks like a solid gold belt, which is wild. It's hmm. also like a, a fancy looking axe, I guess. But it's like, oh, this is some money. This is, if I can right. find a way to get this out of this place, I'll be rich. I think that. Yeah. Oh, actually, let me let me let me put this to you. What's something in this little horde that looks especially like? Oh my gosh, this is a serious dragon horde. Like this looks very very valuable. Hmm. So yeah, she looks at it and she, like her eyes grow big, and she she looks up and says, "Whew, Tamar, you are testing me." <laughs> and she leans down to grab up some of the gold leaf, and then literally just is so modest and so kind. She just picks up a couple and then picks up a couple and says, Inverna, Shanjin, Snoop, mm, gathering some for her friends, just like a few pieces each, and then looks up at the sky and again says, Timora, if we slay this dragon, I'm coming back for this horde. Because maybe, then just maybe, me, Shanjin, and Inverna can stop wandering the world looking for quests for money. And we'll make a we'll make something of ourselves, and she kind of says that like like sort of like um, I don't know hopeful I guess, and so she just puts a few in and then says huh, I will not be greedy, uh, by the luck of Timora, I was luckily able to help uh, on this mission and you know thank thank the Lord for my size or I would be I would be stuck. Yeah. Wait. What was the what was the one thing you saw that looked especially valuable? So maybe she sees a like a like a flamethrower. Oh my gosh. Interesting. But like it's like wooden and it's very uh like antique looking but mm. it's uh it has like a circular outside like a giant big gun basically or like a like a Nerf gun. But it's Ooh, all okay. wooden and it has a hole where where you can see inside there are like wooden balls inside of them. Oh, fascinating. Yeah. Maybe this is uh, one of the, the contraptions that the gnomes made in Nomengard. Yes, exactly. Something like that. And then she can tell and she looks inside of it and she says, Hmm. So you light the wooden balls on fire and then it looks like you crank up the end of it and then pull it back and release and it shoots it. Well, these dwarves sure are tricky. But they know how to make a good weapon. And someone says, "Like you mean gnomes, not dwarves." These the echoes go through. <laughs> so then she grabs it, and then so she swings it over her shoulder, and she says, Whew, "Man, and Verna is gonna love playing with this." And then like covers her mouth, and is like, <sighs> and then she like gets like a, a like almost like a burst of energy to run back. And Verna's like, "Yeah." You know what? We could use that. That'd be good. Hmm. Well, I really just got it for you, my friend. 
call it a welcome home present. And then just kind of like winks at her and, and then like, you know, kind of like pops her in the leg, like always. And then he's like, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Maybe, back. maybe she says, uh, you know what? Uh, maybe when we uh, thaw this out, um, it might be as good as that necklace you got. Ooh, great idea. The two of them look and she points it at Shan Jan. She's like, watch out. Just kidding. And then, you know, she's like, oh, I'm so happy to be back. I'm so happy to have the three of us back together again. And with Snook. Yeah. And actually, you're like, oh, where is Snook? Who knows? Wait, wait a minute. Where is my friend Snook? Oh, I wonder if you found the children. Also, I think you've explored every single bit of this area. Hmm. Except for um, going downstairs. Okay. Or actually, you have the downstairs option and the upstairs option. And the stairs are that circle staircase over there. Mm -hmm. And the downstairs of the, the secret downstairs area where that wounded person ran to. All right. So I guess she'll maybe go back and she'll say, OK, I saw I saw a staircase going down um, where one of the archers uh, who fell seemed to run off. So I think we should check there to see if the children are, if they're hiding the children downstairs, since clearly they're not up here. And so she goes to the stairs and goes down. Uh, so I assume your, your two buddies are coming at least, right? Yeah, I would think so. And I guess the, uh, the orcs are just like, well, there's no, if you need us. Of course, of course. And she like gives them like a little, like pound fist bump kind of thing. I <laughs> love it. Like, I guess we'll guard this area if we need if we need anything. Keep your eyes open. And if you hear any screams from children, let us know. Oh my god. Yeah. So I think did it take you to the new area? Yes, it did. Yeah, so you kind of go down these creepy staircases or this one staircase. Many stairs, one staircase. That's the difference. Um, and it kind of opens up into this dark, there's maybe like just torch lights, you know, those little what sconces, but very dark. It looks very ominous too. There's a three doors. It kind of opens up in the three little doors. Uh, this, this door here on the, uh, I guess the East side. So you came from the North, right? The square room, uh, I guess 15 by 15 feet, uh, for those at home, there's, a uh, another door on the east, south, and west. Um, the east one is open, and in the, uh, what is that, the southwest corner is Elspar. He's kind of laying up against uh, the wall. He's sitting down. Hmm. He's kind of, like, bleeding, but maybe as you kind of... Actually, yeah, it, it would be interesting. How about you, uh, are you trying to be sneaky, or were you? I think I am. I thought you might be. Yeah, can you roll a stealth check? Oh, no. He, oh, wait. That's actually pretty good. You rolled a one, but you've got halfling luck, so you, you can actually roll that again and ignore the one. Hey, 14 is way better. Yeah. Um, so, ooh, man, incredible. Halfling luck really paid off. You would have woken this guy up, but actually he's, like, still sleeping. You see, like, maybe his, his he had, uh, I think, robes that he was wearing, like purplish robes, like magenta or something. And you can kind of see, even in the darkness, in the flickering torchlight, 
that oh it's also stained with blood now like you really messed him up but this one over here is open and i don't think he's going to stay awake long because barlow comes out okay if you remember Mm -hmm. i guess we'll leave him here uh in the doorway and he's like uh Oh, little half point here. Hope you brought the ransom money for these two brats of yours. Or my feed new to the dragon too. Let's go exploring in this castle. Got to find the children. Those little rascals. Let's go explore. I found some gold. Found a flamethrower too. And I'm gonna give it to you. We're the three best friends till the very end. And here we are in the end. Together again, together again. Three best friends till the very end. Exploring castles like no one's biz. But here we are, here we are, here we are. Looking for the kids. Thanks for joining this episode of This American Dice Presents D&D, Dragon of Ice Fire P. <laughs> Your cast was Marisa as Serafina Tiwi and David as the Dungeon Master. You heard Austin as the narrator. Music for this episode was An Ocean Wide by Sebastian Forsland and Happy Victory by Heatley Bros. If you could please rate, review, and subscribe to This American Dice at your favorite podcatcher, it would really help us out. Austin will read every five-star review as your favorite explorer. Join us next week for another episode of This American Dice. Also, I just realized you were taking that hour that hour long rest with a Shira's like dead bleeding body on the ground near you. I mean, pretty, pretty exciting. You gotta do what you gotta do. You know, hard times. Hard times. Hard times. Gotta have hard times. Gotta sleep next to a dead body. You never know. <laughs>